When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Speaking of, George McIntyre, not a tough background. Um, he goes to a private school in the uh, mid-state area uh, in Nashville there. And supposedly he's telling other recruits that nothing's going to happen with the NIL investigation. If you're another recruit, are you taking George McIntyre, who committed to Tennessee as part of the 2025 class, a quarterback, a five-star quarterback, are you taking what he tells you to heart? Are you kind of like, you may have a vested interest? Well, Tennessee, he says that Tennessee is telling him that nothing's going to happen. And then he says the coaching staff has explained what's going on and that UT coaches have advised the family not to worry. So they've gone like out of their way to talk to George McIntyre more than they've talked to other people. Okay, but and, time out, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to say, oh, this whole Tennessee thing may not work out. We don't even know if we'll be a school in two years. Well, that's where I met with this because this is not the first time I have heard an administration assure people things will work out and they don't work out. I distinctly remember um, when Quanzo Martin was hired at Tennessee or when Derek Dooley was hired at Tennessee and, you know, Mike Hamilton had just assured them there would be no issues from the previous recruiting scandals whatsoever. You remember that Dave, when he just yeah. assured them everything would work out. And then they were both like, you know, they, they assured me, Mike assured me everything would work out. So, you know, of course he's going to tell you everything's going to work out. So I think what they're doing, and this is the, this is what I think is happening. I don't think they're, I don't think I think the way this is different is I don't think the administration is just giving recruits their word that things are going to work out. I think they're giving them evidence that it's going to work out. And that's where I think they're legitimately presenting recruits and their families with evidence that they're going to win. And that's why they shouldn't worry. You know what you're in right now, if you're the University of Tennessee, you're in a battle that the lottery odds are flipped you've got like a 331 million chance to win. Okay. But if you lose, you get shot in the kneecap. I mean, it, they are probably going to win, but having the NCAA poking around just for funsies is not grand. Would you agree with that? It's, 
oh yes, it's like this. And I will tell you, I know some, I am not one of them. Do not accuse me of being one of them, but I know some professional sports gamblers. And one the of their methods, off. one of their methods of sports gambling, Dave, that's intriguing. They take one game every like Saturday in football where it is so they, they just bet money line and they bet money line on the heavy favorite. So the payout's small, but it's like it's so odd, like Alabama playing Louisiana Monroe. Okay. And they put like $5,000 on Alabama. So they put so much that they'll win something back. They do that every week. Now that's okay. But if an upset happens, you're screwed because you're just out of a lot of money. And so uh, let me ask you and the message board if I place three separate bets on the nba all-star game does that say that i have a problem i would never have bet on that game you never know how those <laughs> games are going to put a play out nobody cares about that game i know i no. i would say that you don't know how to gamble because you're betting oh, on an all-star game. Uh, one two or three two or three you were 15%, lucky you were 15, lucky i know 15 percent off your first order uh, you can call Tyler at 865-919 for 3001, 865-919-3001. Best promo products, screen printings, giveaways, or uniforms for your business, go to yourapexapparel.com, yourapexapparel.com, or just call Tyler at 865-919-3001, 865-919-3001. And also, uh, just your thoughts in general of George McIntyre. Do you want him who sees entering his junior year? Is that correct? Do we have, have my years right? No, he's entering. He will be, he is in his junior year. He will be a senior in 2020. Uh, okay. Okay. Do you want a junior in high school representing your NIL stance to other prospects? Because if, what if there is one prospect that you've got to give a little cash to you? Do you want George McIntyre saying that nothing's going to happen and everything's fine. NIL seems to be all uh, taken care I of. Think, Remember this too. Be- George goes to a very nice school and he seems like uh, a little bit upper crust. If he tells that to somebody else, I didn't need any money to go. Well, maybe that person did need money to go. Is George McIntyre the guy that you want leading your PR campaign on NIL is all I'll ask you. See, I don't think it's, I think, I didn't think this was about George McIntyre. He wouldn't be, no, but I think this is about how Tennessee is recruiting amidst the NIL investigation, what they told George McIntyre. Dave, I think, and this is going to be the, my crazy take. You can say if it's the C- Caleb crazy take of the day. Um, I gotta think get, Tennessee... Gotta get a sponsor to that. I think Tennessee is using the NCAA investigation as an asset on the recruiting trail. Oh, now you're getting interesting. How can they do that? Is that another segment or is that uh, we rolling with this? I how say you- we kind of roll with this to agree because okay. it was like, how are they recruiting amidst NIL? My philosophy is that typically in the past, if you were under an NCAA investigation, you would try, you had to fight that off when recruiting, right? You had to, that wasn't, that wasn't negative. You had to fight off, right? You had to minimize. Right, Dave? Yes. Dave, are you listening to me? Yes. No, I'm listening <laughs> to you. I'm thinking. Okay. When Tennessee recruits now, they are literally saying, guys, we're going to win this case, and we are the trendsetters and fighting for athletes' rights to get paid. You want to come play for us. Because while other states and other schools are going to whine about it, we're going to be the ones up front saying we're here to protect our players and what's best for them. 
And okay, that's that's another column I was thinking about writing because if I'm Tennessee, I'm preaching from the mountaintops that I am your uh, in, incredible. Um, I, I, what's the word I'm looking for? Brainiac, brainstormer. I am your nil god, so to speak. I am Tennessee or Virginia. I don't know how Virginia got in there, but I'm Virginia. If North Shore was still in business, that would have been a good sponsor for the Crazy Caleb segment. I thought about that the other day. Crazy Caleb brought to you by North Shore. Um, <laughs> middle institution. Are you familiar with what North Shore is, Caleb? No. No. It's a jogging track where crazy people could run out on you at any point. But, uh, Caleb, let's get back to how this might be. Uh, it, it may actually help Tennessee. Should they champion themselves that way? Yes, they should champion themselves being investigated and they should champion the lawsuit with it. And they should say, look, we'll fight for you so hard. We don't care if the NCAA comes for us. We will fight your case in front of the NCAA to make sure you get paid. I think they're telling recruits that all over the country right now. And if they're not, they should. And it's the first time I've ever said that a school should use an investigation to its advantage. Because they could be like, look what we're being investigated for. We're not being investigated and hiding it. We're being investigated and op being open about it and saying, you know what? We're not doing anything wrong. And we're going to keep playing, paying players. I think they should absolutely own it. Okay. Let me take you a step further. Because I'm still in it from Fallout Zone on the line. And yes, it was Lakeshore, not North Shore. Um, Fallout Zone says, we're in the social media age. You want this type of message spread to recruits. If Deion Sanders was doing this at Colorado, could we possibly even get away from the messaging? No, it would be everybody would be touting him. It would be basically impossible. Like my son, who's not a big college football fan, would bring it up. My daughter would bring it up. Well, here's the thing. Deion Sanders said something last year that other coaches, had they said it, they'd be seen as hating players. Because Deion Sanders actually said he has a problem with collectives. And you can right. maybe collectives are a group, a bunch of uh, dudes that are trying to take money. By the way, Moondrop so Beauty's loving you. Yes, Caleb, he is so spot on right now. You're throwing heat. I mean, I'm just, you know, I, sometimes my crazy takes are just crazy enough to be genius. I and love it. You're on it. Hit the I like mean, button. And here's the Hit the subscribe button. That's all I was going to say. Hit like and subscribe. Um, yeah, I like this. And it, it, it has the feel we're hearing of a Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. That would make oh, Caleb Amber Heard. That would make me Johnny Depp. But, yeah, I could see going Wait, what? That. What? Where does that come out of? Why How am I Amber Heard? Why doesn't Tennessee just go all in? They're practically all in anyway. Why don't they just go in and, and Tennessee says, this is about us, kids. And this is about us winning and you getting dominated and you going away. Robert says the smartest thing Tennessee could do is to hire all the football players as employees, give them all salaries and benefits, including a free education and health care. We don't need the NCAA. I'm I'm with you on that, but I think that more than just Tennessee would have to be on board. Caleb, I think yeah, you'd see, have the problem to have unionized that. players across the board. Yeah, and Robert, the problem with that is the minute the university started paying them, they would have to pay every other athlete the same amount of money because the university is sanctioning the sport. So it's I, they, they they legally wouldn't able to do that. Um, I would say that, 
look, this is, and by the way, what is this happening against Dave? If Tennessee owns this in recruiting, it happens against the backdrop of Tommy Tuberville trying to stop and limit NIL money, isn't it? And, yes. and think about that. Alabama Senator at the behest of the Alabama schools is limiting the NIL power that players can have and advocating for that. And Tennessee is openly embracing an investigation for paying its players. Hey, can I ask everybody on the message board a second? Um, no, the NCAA is Amber Heard. Thank you, Moondrop Beauty. I think I do a pretty good job of responding to questions on here. And I would just, uh, I, I guess I'm feeling vulnerable and would just like to throw this out there that I respond to all these questions about Cooper Mays and the most recent video we had on him and how the person said it doesn't help everybody. It just helps the superstars. That's not true. Everybody at the University of Tennessee or a school of that ilk gets something from the collective, which in this case is Spire. I was very disappointed at that. And then he left me with this, Caleb, and this was hurtful. Little man with deep pockets. First of all, I'm fat and don't have a lot of money. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's oh, where God. that went. Um, but, Caleb, that to me was a bizarre take. Now, I'm sure that getting back to the McIntyre thing, he's promised X amount, right? It may just yes. be $50,000 a year to be comfortable. But is Tennessee past the point of having to give out the $2 million a year? I think they are. I don't think they're ever going to have to face a situation where they sit down and they have to pay seven digits for a quarterback or a player for that matter ever again. No, no. And also, I mean, this is one thing that won't sound as pro player, but it's true. The truth of the matter is the name brand of the college is more valuable than the player wearing the Jersey for the big schools. It is. Especially, so, in, especially in football, less FaceTime. Yeah, exactly. Especially in football. That is, that's actually a very good point because you know, I mean, when Alan Houston was at Tennessee, he may have been more valuable than the basketball program itself looking back or Bernard King may have been more valuable than the basketball program itself. Right. But it's a great point. No football player is ever more valuable than the Tennessee football program. There is not a player in the world they could get that would be more valuable than the program. Is that fair to say? I, I don't think there's any, I think that's why it's so stupid that we attach Super Bowl wins to quarterbacks. I don't think they're, I think football is the ultimate team game. I don't think there is a position where you deserve to have Super Bowl strapped next to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's like wins for a pitcher. That's such a stupid stat. Wins for a pitcher in baseball. Yeah. It's the dumbest stat in the history of sports. Yeah, I think that basketball is the one sport where a player can be more valuable than the franchise. Any team that drafted Michael Jordan was going to win a lot of championships because Michael Jordan was more valuable than, <laughs> <Yeah>. than, than... <laughs> Well, I, I do think there's something to being faced with a right, not to get sued, too sidetracked. Maybe this is another segment altogether. I think there's something, you know, Michael Jordan got challenged because he didn't grow six inches in time to be a starter, right? Or to make yes. his team. That's that's why he didn't just come back. Hey, look at look at my new ball skills. No, I'm six foot right. six inches taller. Um maybe Nico is facing the perfect scenario to make him better. And that's sitting a year behind Joe Milton when he thinks, I think he thinks, he's not told me this, but I think he is um pretty I think he's he's pretty darn sure of his skills and he thought he was better than Joe Milton. That's possible. And he really could think he was better than Joe Milton. Um, and 
So maybe you learn. Tough times make us learn. Well, it, it, you know, it's funny because, you know, one of the things you bring up, I maintain for the longest time that had Scottie Pippen stayed healthy, the Bulls would have beaten the Pistons a year before. Remember when Scottie had the migraine? Yes. And they lost in games. Okay, if Scotty doesn't have the migraine, I think the Bulls win it all that year. But does winning it all that year hurt them? Because I think losing that year made them train so much extra harder in the offseason that they became so dominant right after that. And yep. so you actually make a good point. Maybe losing the job to Milton, even though he was better, like kicked him into gear to work so hard that he was going to be even better than he even needed to be. Yep. Great comment by uh, Moondrop Beauty, and that's brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning, 50 years in East Tennessee. Integrity matters. Don't trust a fly-by-night HVAC company to tell you that you need a new unit that could cost you thousands or more. Cityheatandair.com. Cityheatandair.com. George McIntyre, according to Moon Drops Beauty, uh, is beloved by a ton of these recruits, and I think him telling them everything will turn out fine really carries a lot of weight with these recruits. You know when it's all said and done? He could have a much bigger impact on recruiting who than Nico, who had to think about volleyball and went to an awful lot of camps. And I, I don't have a problem with that, but... I don't think it's your responsibility to be an overly active recruiter. If you're a quarterback, Caleb, I think that's part of it. That goes with the that that, that goes with the job. But as for the most part, I don't expect a guy to pick up the phone and recruit and recruit and recruit for the school he picked. Here's why I think Nico would be a better recruiter than George McIntyre. George McIntyre is clearly someone who was like born and birthed and raised a Tennessee fan. Is that fair to say? Yes, most likely. Yes. Okay. He can only recruit for Tennessee from the perspective of someone who is always a Tennessee fan. Nico can recruit from the perspective of someone who you need to sell Tennessee to somebody who may not have been interested. Something I've noticed about Tennessee, Dave, um, dealing with former players since I've been around, it's almost like people talk about, you know, how, you notice how like a lot of times like immigrants love America more than Americans do because they know where they came from. Yes. It's, it's a lot of times like people from other states that come play football at Tennessee love Tennessee more than people who grew up in Tennessee did because they know that they're where they, they had no expectation of it being that great. You know what I'm talking about? And so I noticed a lot of people from like California that came to Tennessee to play love Tennessee more than Tennesseans do. Yes. I mean, I could definitely see that. So he wins people over for the passion to play. He doesn't have to win over people with NIL anymore. I think that's the progression. Is that what you're referring yeah. to? Cause that's what we've yes. talked about how NIL will settle. Yes, because George McIntyre is going to only win. Like, George McIntyre can only speak from the perspective of a Tennessee fan. Okay, it's hard to sell a school you always loved. It's hard to sell anything you always loved. It's actually easier to sell something if you didn't love it, and then you learn to love it. I can roll with that. No, I can I can roll with that. Uh, now, so what has a greater emphasis? Is it Andy Kelly playing for the hometown school and having a very stellar career? Or is it Peyton Manning coming from a place like Louisiana? What has the bigger emphasis on recruiting and getting one over and loving the school? Not even close. Not even close. It's Peyton yeah, Manning. It's Peyton. Okay. It's Peyton Manning. By a thousand miles, it's Peyton Manning. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.